This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 421 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And today we have Carrie Goggin. And Carrie threw me a curveball here because he comes along with an awesome law firm, but wait for it, the firm name, Godie, Adamzik, DeBost, and Cross. Carrie, how, how are you doing? Very well this morning. How are you? Good, good. And, and man, thank you for the challenge. I, I love, uh, you know, I, I, occasionally I get some zingers of last names and, and you threw me a few there. So thank you. Did I get that right? Did I get that correct? Perfectly. Yep. None of it's easy. <laughs> uh, and I say the good news for your website visitors, and, and I know on the building, you just go by the, the acronym, right? G-A-D-C? G-A-D-C? Okay. Okay. Want to keep it nice and simple for everyone. You know, and that's what I like about your firm. You know, it's like you you have something for everyone. My goodness, we're going to get into that in a few moments. So, <laughs> uh, so you just make it easy for the residents in Southwest Florida who need help on the legal end of things. So let's start again with your firm, Carrie. Tell us about what you do there. Sure. So I am actually the managing litigation partner for the firm. Um, at this point, and I can never keep track of the exact number of attorneys because it always seems like we're adding a couple more, but we have just about 25 attorneys. I think uh, presently maybe closer to 27. And we have offices in Naples, Fort Myers, uh, Miami, Boca, Pensacola, and Puerto Rico. Uh, I think, as you mentioned, we're a full service law firm. much of the firm started with community associations, helping the people of Southwest Florida uh, run what can be a very difficult and challenging sort of process in the community association world and has expanded to uh, almost every other area of practice as well. Wow. So there is something for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> there really, really is. And and uh, yeah, you know, the whole HOA thing, I, I can't even imagine the the intricacies of, of all that. And uh, heck, I didn't even know there was a firm that specialized in that. So, so that's awesome. Uh, and, you know, and for our listeners, Carrie and I have gotten to know each other uh, via a networking group. And Carrie just recently stood up and shared with our group what he does. And, um, you know, you mentioned the litigation side and contracts uh, when, when uh, you spoke to our group, Carrie. And at the end of the day, really, that's that's a big, big component of the law, right? Contracts in, in, in all different Absolutely. areas. Yeah, yeah. So tell us a little bit about the, the contract side of things. Yeah, so, you know, I think practicing law or starting off practicing law, it was always, you know, something that was seen as, well, there's a contract, here's potentially a set of problems, what do you do with it? How do you interpret it? How do you swim in those waters, so to speak? And over time, you know, I think some of the, the scariness the, the technical complexity that may seem to be there, uh, and, and generally the barrier of entry into that whole issue of contracts has come to really be the opposite to me. Contracts are entirely freedom. I think they help 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 people. People always say, I don't want a big, complex contract. Well, a lot of times the complexity is really clarity. You know, the more that you define what it is that you want and what it is that you do, you know, the more freedom that you have, you just have to have to get about, you know, consider it up front. And yeah, it, I like, love helping people with that and planning things out, you know, before they become problems. And I mean, you, you nail it there, you know, just, just providing that clarity. I think 
you know, I'm, I'm going to generalize a bit and I know you do contracts for all different areas, but just for from business owners, partnerships, things like that. You know, I think lumping business owners in a box, you know, we tend to be optimistic and everything's going to be great. And and I'm going to love my partner and all that, you know, whatever it is. And but at the end of the day, you know, working with someone who's who's been through it, you know, the other side like yourself and and sees the reality of life and, and hopefully, you know, kind of like a marriage, nothing ever happens. But my goodness, you know, it's like insurance, right? You know, I hope I never have to use it, but boy, when I do, it's so nice. I have everything in place and same with a contract, right? You know, if yeah. and when you can always lean on that and know that someone with experience has already been down the road, has, has kind of navigated all the different possibilities and said, Hey, Charlie, this, if this happens, here's, here's the plan. And if this happens, here's the other plan and, and you're protected, right? Yeah, that's one of the, you know, one of the best things about that, especially for businesses. Um, you know, I know lawyers always get that reputation of being a little bit doom and gloom because we point out, you know, especially when everything's brand new and it's going well, you kind of point out, well, here's how it could go wrong down the uh, down the road. But having done litigation for so long and, and so frequently, you see that so many of these problems could have been avoided by talking about it up front. And really, that's what the contract is. It's it's taking all of that stuff that you talked about and, and you know, all of the ideas that you have and the agreements that you have and really just just putting it in a piece of paper so that five years down the road, when somebody kind of changes their mind, you have something in writing that says, look, we really agreed on this in the first part. And, and they avoid more problems than they ever create. Yeah. It's like going to the moon. You know, it's, it's funny when, you know, when, when you were talking there, you know, you, I watched a, a documentary recently and it was the, NASA actually had a full blown department that their goal, not their goal, their mission was to come up with every possible scenario of where the mission could go wrong. Right. And, 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 and literally that's how we got to the moon and, 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 uh, you know, with, and with confidence, right. Because they knew, you know, every conceivable challenge, problem, you know, issue that could happen, they had an answer for. And you guys are kind of the same. Yeah, that's the, you know, that's the best part about the job for me, at least, is the problem solving and strategic planning and, you know, helping, you know, in a lot of instances. As, as an attorney, we're allowed to advise on basically any basis. Uh, obviously, the things we're not qualified to do, but, you know, you can't prevent things from going wrong. I'm sure even, you know, NASA will concede that. <laughs> you know, you have Apollo 13 as well. Um, you know, and it just, it happens. But at the same time, you know, being able to offer people, you know, a whole array of potential solutions before something goes wrong and thinking about all those potential issues is really one of the more rewarding parts of the job. It's not, you know, helping people out of a hole. It's really preventing them from falling in in the first place. It's yeah. a lot better than than everybody having a bad bad day. So, <laughs> <laughs> love, love it, love it. So, how about your journey, Carrie? You know, how did you get into the, you know, into law and all that? Was that something you knew as a child? That wow, I, I you may be watching like remember Perry Mason? You know, we watching those shows and <laughs> sure, yeah. No, actually, you know, it wasn't something I had really considered um, early on. I ended up meeting a bunch of lawyers when I was in uh, undergraduate you know, uh, in college and, um, Oh, I can feel a lawyer joke coming now. <laughs> what do you do when you meet a room full, full of lawyers? Uh, you're right. No, kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was interesting. And I just, 
they all seem to be fairly nice. They all seem to like their jobs pretty well. Um, you know, I know that's not universal for everyone in every field, um, you know, but the people that I did meet, it, it was very interesting. Not so much in, and really that was the difference between kind of the TV perception, um, you know, which is always, that one's really nice. It's very glamorous. Everybody's got, a, you know, an office on the 87th floor, some high rise, they work like two hours a day, they go to court, they go out for drinks immediately after, I don't know, you know, it seems like a 9 a.m. hearing, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, just the work that they got to do. I mean, I, I've always liked the analysis portion of it, the problem solving and the planning and sort of the strategy of it. And I got to see that that was really, you know, that was much more ingrained in what a lawyer does, even in litigation, even where, you know, I've done a good number of trials, I've represented people in court, and most of it is about, you know, making sure your client gets to the right answer in the first place to best position themselves. And I realized that kind of a lot of the nitty gritty, a lot of the day to day, which which is very different than how it seems on TV, um, is something that, you know, fit a lot of my natural personality or I guess whatever talents I may have had. And yeah, it, it's it's a very rewarding, yeah. you know, career. So yeah. that's sort of how I ended up going that direction. Nice, nice. And, and one of your claims to fame is that you were actually born in Southwest Florida. So you're one of the, the few that actually was born, well, kind of sort of born here, right? In all of my memory, I cannot remember, you know, anywhere else other than going away to, to university. So, yeah, technically I was born in Illinois, but shortly, very shortly, a matter of just a couple of months after. Um, your your yeah. parents came to their senses and said, hey, we're out of here. Florida, here we come. The Chicago winters were too much for them. I, they tell a very dramatic story about how it was New Year's Day and absolutely horrible and just said, that's it. We're done. Goodbye. And so, yeah, I've been in Naples uh, essentially my entire life. Yeah, that's awesome. Awesome. <laughs> From a uh, misconception, miss in, you know, maybe particular uh, applications in law, what comes to mind that you could... Uh, maybe share one or two with our audience. Sure. Yeah. Um, well, I think I already kind of mentioned one, you know, the, the thing that you see on TV is seldom, seldom the case, uh, you know, in terms of the actual practice of law, but, you know, a big one and it's kind of pervasive because, you know, I think unfortunately too many people have had too many, you know, bad experiences with lawyers. As I say, people aren't, you know, necessarily having a good day when they have to come to a lawyer, it's kind of like going to a surgeon. You're not going to be too happy about why you're there. Um, but, you know, in a lot of cases, and, and there are always bad examples, but in a lot of cases, most, and maybe I'm just lucky, but most of the people that I work with, you know, genuinely want to help. It's not about, you know, like I mentioned, problem solving. To me, it's not about making sure I, you know, meet that billable requirement and send out the most horrible, you know, bill that I could ever do. It's really about, you know, just making sure that people are, you know, happy or happier given the circumstances. Um, you know, I think that that drives a lot of attorneys and, you know, every lawyer loves, well, almost every lawyer loves a good lawyer joke and a lot of them are a little disparaging, but, you know, in most cases, you know, at least the people that I work with, most of them will absolutely go out of their way, you know, to make sure that there's there's something to be done better rather than worse. So I think some lawyers give the profession a bad reputation and you know, those deserve it, but it's not every lawyer. So yeah. 
Yeah. And, and that, I mean, hey, there isn't an industry out there where you have those who are, you know, not the best and and others that, you know, are born to do it and, and do it with a passion. And that's that's what I love about you and what you guys do there. So awesome. How about outside of uh, law, you know, when you're not in the office and and all that, what are you doing for fun? So I have probably unusual hobbies for an attorney. I've, I've loved boxing for a very long time. Um, you know, that's always been a passion of mine, not just oh, wow. participating. Um, I love riding motorcycles. I love motorcycles. Uh, generally I try to ride off road. I go on road sometimes when the traffic's not too, not too, too bad. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, I would say those are a couple of things other than that, you know, the normal ones, probably more typical reading yeah. and all of that, uh, video games. So, that's <laughs> awesome. And what's your favorite video game? At present, I'm playing Death Stranding, um, which is a fun game, uh, you know, but yeah, overall, I'd say probably Witcher 3 or, or Skyrim. Gotta love those fantasy games. Uh, <laughs> love it. Yeah, my fear of, uh, I used to play a lot when I was younger, if, if I, I, I didn't have the discipline to stop, you know, so I just had to like, cut the yeah. cord. Yeah, some of them will just draw you in for, a, you know, hours and, and that, hours and hours on end. That was back in the days of like Zelda and, you know, like basic, like snooze alarm type games compared to today, and I still couldn't contain myself. That was a great uh, game. Classics. So, so where do you box? At present, uh, my shoulder has been giving me a lot of problems. <laughs> so I used to be at Sweet Science uh, Boxing Gym with Billy Lyle, who's a, a former pro down in South Naples. We uh, we interviewed him. That's why I asked. I oh, thought, did you? Yeah, yeah. He's oh, like, a great guy. Yeah. Yeah, no. We're, yeah. we're friends and great boxing gym. Absolutely yeah. best in the area. Well, tell him we said hi, and uh, hopefully you get back in the ring soon. What a workout that is. That's uh, <laughs> That is true. Yeah. Yeah. How about when it comes to uh, hardships or life challenges, uh, anything come to mind that you can look back and say, hey, it was a, a rough go, but I made it through. And because of that, I'm better for it. I'm stronger. Well, yeah, I mean, maybe it's hard to say because in, in a lot of instances, you know, there's a hardship every day. Um, <laughs> you get to, get to deal with problems every day and, and as an adversarial profession, there's always somebody on the other side trying to prove you wrong or generally stand in the way, kind of like boxing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I ended up going back to law school because I graduated college actually in 2007, which of course was right before 2008, which I think everybody kind of remembers. So <laughs> very opportune time to, uh, to find my way. Well, I kind of knew I wanted to go that direction and yeah. Really helped. <laughs> yeah, you helped. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, why? There's nothing going on out here in, in the real world. I might as well go back to school. That's a real good point. It kind of felt like Groundhog's Day. You poke your head up and go, okay, well, two more weeks <laughs> of winter and I'll go back to law school. So, no, I'm, yeah. That was always kind of the plan, but, you know, it was, it was always, that was also an interesting time to be, uh, you know, potentially on a job market. Yeah, yeah. That's great. How about one thing you wish our listeners knew about your firm? What would that be? Man, I guess just the the one thing I'm always advocating for is the the myriad of ways lawyers can help or, you know, generally 
somebody can help, even if it's not a lawyer, before things become a problem. I, I feel like I sound like a doctor in that way where they're like, look, you, you know, we could have yeah. told you how to avoid X and Y and Z. But I, I think there's this perception that I'll go to the lawyer when when the fire starts or this or that or the other thing. But like I said before, you know, we really, really, really want to help people. I tell people, you know, in some ways I'm the worst litigation lawyer in the world. I'd rather have you stay out of litigation yeah. than ever, ever, ever end up in it. And, you know, I think just, yeah, how, how easy it is to come to talk to somebody just to, to figure out what's going on and what you might be able to do. And, you know, for the most part, as far as I'm concerned, as far as our firm's concerned, you know, come in and talk. We don't charge somebody just to see if we can help. And, you know, it's if we can, great. If we can't, then, you know, at least, you know. And, you know, that, that's such a great point, because the last thing you want to do is is to be caught where you need professional help. And then you're forced to make a decision. Right. You know, to be able to get to know folks and 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 see if there's a connection when there's not that pressure, that mounting pressure, like, oh, my goodness, you know, I need representation like stat. Right. Yeah. And, and then you're in the middle of uh, whatever and the case and you realize, geez, this probably wasn't the best decision. And at that point, what are you going to do? Right. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like going to the mechanic when that check engine light comes on instead of when the car starts uh, making those weird noises and smoking. So, yeah. you know, well, it's, yeah, it's, it's easy to come in and talk to somebody. Yeah. Well, I know, Carrie, we have listeners who want to do that. So what's the best way for them to get in touch with you and, and the firm and get more information? Yeah, with me, uh, email is always the best. It's cgoggin, C-G-O-G-G-I-N at G-A-D-C-Law.com. Um, you know, I'm, we have a website, G-A-D-C-Law.com, or just by calling at 239-331-5100. I set up appointments all the time with people just to talk and see what we can do. So any one of those. And uh, yeah, well, super, super. And, you know, one last thing, you're, you're probably itching to do this. I'm going to give you the opportunity. Your best uh, lawyer joke. Best lawyer <laughs> joke. Oh, man. Let's see. Best. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell the one that at least I think might be the best. So a lawyer's in a hospital and sort of comes to after after having been out and sees that the blinds are drawn. The nurse comes in and he asks the nurse, well, excuse me, nurse, could you tell me why the blinds are drawn? You know, I'm, I just would like to see outside. And she says, oh, sorry, the building across the building across the street's on fire and we didn't want you to think the operation had killed you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've heard that one from other lawyers as well. So I think that at least is a, you know, <laughs> I love it, man. It's great. That's great to see you the other day in front of the audience. Uh, I, I think you have a stand up career. You know, if the lawyer thing doesn't work out or part time <laughs> evenings. Uh, you ought to consider that. <laughs> well, I couldn't quite think of the best joke very quickly today. So I'll work on it and you know, maybe next time I'll have uh, more material at hand. <laughs> <laughs> I threw your finger there. Carrie, really appreciate you being such a great sport and uh, wish you the absolute best there. And thank you so much, so much for having me on. This has been an absolute pleasure. 
Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.